0: Joan Hogan welcoming you to the Prairie Doc Radio Program. Rick Holm, our Prairie Doc, is here in the studio ready to answer your questions of a medical nature. Dr. Holm's specialty is internal medicine. He's worked with the Avira Medical Group Brookings and has served as a clinical professor at the University of South Dakota Sanford School of Medicine. Good morning, Rick.
1: Good morning, Joan.
0: You know, every time I give that opening, I think how proud I am to know you. You oh. are one successful man. You've oh. done a lot of good in your life. Not just success, but well. you really have done a lot of fine things. Well, I, thank you. Do, this week we think of everything we're thankful for, and I'm thankful for my friendship well, and, and working with you.
1: Uh, and goes both ways, my dear friend, well, and also with Bob, because this is a relationship that we've developed through the years, Bob. It's kind of nice to, you know, step into the broom closet with you and get a free <laughs> exam when I need <laughs> Save a little trouble, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, so. Bob, Bob, Bob. We well, love Bob. Bob knows more about everything than anyone I've ever known. Add, if my husband was a geographer, and he always says, if Bob had just stayed in college and met me, he would probably be teaching geography today. Because yeah. geographers are, are a jack of all trades. They know a little bit about everything, and that fits you,
1: geography. You know, that's really nice. Yeah. I know. Do you, you remember the old, uh, the mnemonic, for spelling geography in school? No, I don't remember George that. George Ethway's old grandpa wrote a pig home yesterday? See the oh, stuff no, or he remembers? Or it's amazing. a rat in the house may, may eat the ice cream. cream. That remember one a that? A oh, one is that? Arithmetic. Arithmetic. <laughs> a
0: rat in the house may eat the ice cream. That I remember. All <laughs> oh, I remember
1: is on old Olympus' towering tops, a Finn and German viewed uh, hops, which is the names <laughs> of the cranial nerves.
0: <laughs> oh, I was going to say, neither one of us knew that, didn't we? No, that. well... We know homes, uh, H-O-M-E-S. You know what that is? You know what H-O-M-E-S no, is?
1: No. It's the Great
0: Lakes. Thank you. Bob yeah. knew. I did
1: not Keron, know that. Huron,
0: Ontario, oh, gosh, M- Michigan, yeah, E, no, no. Erie, and S, Superior. Oh,
1: there is one for the planets, too, you know. but there I, is. I, I don't know But what I don't is know that. it either. Okay. My, my only comment is that it is, <laughs> with short-lived mnemonics, homemade, Th- and sometimes the dirtier the better <laughs> that you could get through medical school. I'm sure. Well, there was it was memorization.
0: There was so much to memorize that if you yeah. didn't have mnemonics, you'd have gone crazy.
1: During the break, I will share with you uh, Dr. R. C. Johnson's
0: mnemonic for his specialty. <laughs> we we'll do that now? Definitely that not. Be prostate on the exam, that uh, that not I, be on yes, there. I, we can oh. go there.
1: Well, you but oftentimes you know would, go okay, ahead.
0: Okay. You're on. Go.
1: I think we should talk about. What should be discussed during Thanksgiving visit to the family? So I we think we had, should because there is a it is a perfect time. Uh, maybe not around the, the 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 Thanksgiving table, but maybe maybe so. You know, you don't want to uh, encroach on things. But what can we and what can we not discuss during this important time when we come together with family, and it's very very important. As some of them may be getting older and or approaching disability, what should be brought up and discussed?
0: Well, that's a wonderful topic. Stay tuned. Grab a cup of coffee. Sit back. We'll take our first break and be back right after these words. Hey, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Do- just before the break, Dr. Holmes suggested a good thought, and I think he should be first up, don't you? What oh. should we pray about? Well, or what should we discuss? Well, not first, pray. About? First
1: of all, uh, I want to say this, It's been a year uh, that I've had pros- uh, prostate. I've had pancreatic cancer, and I'm still alive. And most of the time that doesn't happen. I am uh, and I'm feeling better and better as I'm crawling out of the hole that uh i was dragged into to try to kill this darn cancer so uh i'm just so yes so
0: much to be thankful for i am so
1: blessed and thankful for this year um and i'm hoping that i'll have another or two you know what i mean and uh i i promise uh that i will save her every day dance my snoopy dance for the day and uh I'm writing a book. I'm almost done with the book and you know, I'm just Things are good. Things are good. That's and great. in May, Joni and I are gonna go to uh to uh Europe, actually Italy, and look at Salerno, uh which is the the home of the first medical school. Or at least, you know, by definition, um First one you Western know Western medical medicine. school that was allopathic actually, you know, rather than you know, they ha- There was the the story goes on and on. But anyway, we're going to go study that so I can write a novel.
0: Well, you know, that's my. Salerno, you know, I'm trying to it's think. It's fun to do these that's things. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've been to Italy, but I've not been to Salerno. Is it south?
1: Where is it? It's near Naples. It's near uh, Vesuvius. So it's south. Okay. Yeah, on the. No. On the west coast.
0: Hey, man, Naples is north. Oh, Ed's going to be upset if he's listening to me. Uh-oh. I'm trying to think. It's West the, uh, Coast. I think it's Lerner. the West Coast, middle
1: West. down the boot, you know, or coming I mean, kind of lower in the boot. I
0: think Naples is uh, south. Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure it is. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. uh, West uh, Coast and south. if
1: you think about it, it's really a natural place. It's really as close to Africa as you as you get. I mean, there's further places, but actually, it's it's in a natural place where people who were coming across the Mediterranean. On boats in the 1400s and so on and so forth would land, and my novel will be about a d- an adventurer okay. who is caught in a storm in the Mediterranean, and half the people in those boats, you know, there was uh, were um, destroyed. And I mean, what kind of boats did they have? What kind of sailboats did they have? Could they go in the direction of the wind at all, or they just square sails? And the answer is no, they. They they could uh, go above the wind if the wind is from the north they could go a little bit northwest or a little bit northeast and they could go back and forth and get north.
0: Thinking about that, yeah, they figured it out. But well, uh, that's what our plan you, for mayor. So the I'm so, you, I'm so happy I've
1: got plans and there's you, you go I've got plenty to do until um, I get. Decrepit and old and gone from this earth, but you know we're Does we're Joanie making plans. plans
0: for Salerno. Any exciting for well, her?
1: We have a dear friend uh, that uh, we knew in in uh, uh, when we were in at uh, Atlanta in at Grady Hospital, Emory University. Uh, Maurizio Capagrossi, who was a researcher in obesity and cardiology, he's a cardiologist, an MD, and a and a researcher. And he is on that cutting edge of research, um, and things were happening in Italy. He was doing research there, and finally, he couldn't take it in Italy. There there was too much graft and so on and so forth, and he came back over here. He's in New Orleans uh, practicing uh, um, uh, cardiology clinically for a while before maybe he gets back into research again. Uh, and he brought his partner of thirteen years with him, and um, he got married the day after he had us over for supper when we were in New Orleans last week. Oh, how week. nice! So, so we saw him. he might go to Italy with you. So he's going to let us stay in his 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 home <laughs> oh <my laughs> in goodness. Italy, which has been through the g- generations. It's it's built on to the wall of his little community in the middle of Italy.
0: In Salerno.
1: Well, no, he's close not in Salerno. Salerno, but he's, well, it's not that close to Salerno. Oh. Well, Somewhere everything's in close in, in <laughs> yeah. Europe. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're so close, it's, right. you know, like. So and anyway, my thought is that we'll, um, we'll spend some time there and so on and so forth. But I wanted to talk about the importance of issues uh, that could happen over the Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, let's just pr- present a uh, scenario of uh, what may happen, okay? So we have an older husband and wife <coughs> who are uh, approaching their uh, fourth season. Uh, and the kids all come home. And uh, th- uh, there are three children. And I'm making this up, so if it sounds like your story, don't believe that it is because I'm, not, I'm just making this up. Three, okay. They come home and um, they find that the house is a mess and that grandpa, uh, their dad has been falling uh, and mom is getting confused and the kids decide that, uh, that w- they're in a, a di- great deal of disagreement about what's going to happen next. One kid says, I'm living in this town, I've been t- watching after them." Uh, And uh, they want to stay home. They always have wanted to stay home. We should let them stay at home as long as they can. Uh, The kid from California says, no, assisted living is where they ought to be. Uh, And so did the kid that was from Texas. Uh, Grandkids don't know what's going on and they don't care. You know, they're all over the place. Uh, And there's no advanced directive uh, and in there are several paths that could occur. One is that the three kids are split because they are so angry with each other because they don't agree. Uh, Mom and dad don't have a chance to make their own choices, and somebody pushes somebody into a nursing assisted living um, uh, against their will. Uh, or Uh, they need to go to the assisted living because they they are falling and it would be so much easier but the someone doesn't want that to happen and then there's hate between the kids um and all sorts of bad things can happen here's the ideal scenario and i'll just lay it out and then we'll be done with this and then maybe we'll have reactions i'd love to hear some reactions uh the ideal situation is around the uh, Thanksgiving table, grandpa and grandpa say, you know, we've had a long talk about this. We'd like to stay in our home as long as we can, but if we are unable to do it safely and someone comes into the... We're willing to go to assisted living. If I'm gone suddenly in particular and, and mom is left, you know, we've talked about it. Assisted living would give her... um a chance to have community and people to live with uh, and talk with and to eat with. She'll be lonely all alone here. Uh, And of course, she may not uh, want to, but if she's not capable mentally, it's going to allow her to stay mentally sharper longer. So uh, we've agreed that that's what we're gonna do. That's our advanced directive. If I get so sick and I have no chance of a reasonable chance of recovery, and I have a stroke, for example, and I have a, uh, and they and the doctor says we should put it in a feeding tube, or I'm going to die. Um, leave it out for a couple of days and see how that stroke uh, resolves. Because in a couple three days, and I don't know who anybody is, and I don't, I'm not recovering. Don't put a feeding tube down my gullet and keep me alive. Let me go. And you know, being dehydrated a little bit might be to, to an advantage. So I'm making an advance directive at the Thanksgiving table. And in fact, we should go around the uh, table while we're all together and talk about if we have a stroke or a car accident and our brains are injured and we don't know who anybody is, do we want a feeding tube or not? There's the question. The second point is that everybody does that. And then (coughs) the three kids have a meeting with mom and dad let the grandchildren get out of here and all of the in-laws get out of here. They're not part of this. No, nah, they could be part of it, but really it, the three kids uh, and mom and dad, and they come together and say the most important thing mom and dad says, is most important thing, kids, is whatever happens to us, don't let it destroy your relationship because your, uh, your friendship, your family needs to be... Um, cohesive cohesive you yeah. need to be uh, loving and you don't want these tough decisions to destroy that relationship between you and so that's huge and mom and dad can prevent that if they come out with some clear guidelines and are willing to when it's time go to the assisted living or if they can't make it go to the nursing home now in my scenario I was the only surviving child my dad died of a cancer. Uh, could have been a, d- a different story, but uh, and I could have done a better job. I didn't do as good a job as I thought I could have. My mom has a, had a stroke. Uh, we, she, the ner- the, she went from uh, an apartment to an assisted living. Assisted living kept her as long as they possibly could, and then she had she got sick again. And then when she was sick in the hospital, they said, "Nope, we can't take her back. We let her stay too long." <laughs> And she, and, and she didn't have a choice. And it was okay. I didn't have a choice either. We we I didn't push her out. I think kids need to realize folks should have their choices. But when they become demented, then their choices need to be taken away. And that's the tough question. And, and if they
0: had an advanced directive, then their choice really isn't taken away. Right. They've already indicated what they want.
1: That's right. And... Uh, you know the uh, you've got to sometimes turn to the physician let the physician uh, be the bad guy or the occupational therapist or the speech pathologist be the bad guy so uh, those are just thoughts that I had today and mm-hmm. I thought it, and Thanksgiving is here it's a tough time uh, sometimes because you're seeing people and there are questions that are there and if you don't approach them in this time when you're together then it's a mistake
0: On that note, we're going to take a break. If you have any comments for Dr. Holm on all that he's just presented, give us a call at 692-1430. We'll be back right after these words. Hey, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. We're happy to have you listening. I told Dr. Holm that it was a wonderful scenario, and people should speak up. We have a problem, though. Thanksgiving Day, the Vikings are playing. Larry. They're not going to want to listen to anything about this. No. You I, can
1: talk about it. You can talk about it. I can tell you it. what. You can, you can talk about everything that we're thankful for over the turkey dinner. And when we're watching the Vikings during the long breaks— then talk about it.
0: <laughs> Maybe that'll help. You no. know, when you mention this, my youngest daughter and her husband and two kids drove to North Carolina to visit his parents. And they're going through a scenario like this. It is just really tough. Um, his mother and father, his father is not doing well. He may not be with us much longer. And I said, Molly, why don't you just let him decide? She said, Mom, he's not all there. You know, he doesn't, he didn't do an advance directive. His wife is confused. His My son-in-law's brother is upset with him because he shouldn't be making decisions. It's everything ugly that you're saying we could avoid if we had advanced directives. And you see this happen with a couple you really care about, and it's really hard on the two of them being there right now facing all of this over Thanksgiving. Yeah. But uh, people go through this all the time. And if you had a chance, as you suggested, to speak ahead of time, try to find out they could have discussed this with his parents 10 years ago when, when his they father intent- was totally with right. it, and yeah. he's not with it now, no. so it makes it very tough.
1: Yeah. Now, I mean, one of the things that uh, you have to realize is that when they are not with it, they're not competent, somebody has to be the substitute of judgment. If you've got three or four people and there's nobody assigned, then they're all going to fight and it's going to be chaos. So, really, we, we, uh, are, are going to assign one of our four children to be the one who make the big decisions. And I think that might be the nurse. So uh, I mean I think that's a, one of the things that you kind of have to do so that the k- other kids can't be um, it can't be distra- destroyed. And we're going to define it as well as we can so that the nurse can say, look, this they is told what me. they want. It's them, <laughs> yeah. not me, don't be mad at me.
0: Absolutely, and that's
1: that's the other thing. Distribute your properties uh, the way you want, and then let the kids be pissed at you, not at each other. Because think about how ma- I mean, I don't know if you know of anybody whose family has been destroyed by what uh, who's in here who gets what. You know, where, it's so where did sad
0: it, when that happens. It really is.
1: I I will not. I mean, I will come back and haunt the crap out of these kids if, if they, they do could. that.
0: You want them to love each other no. and to continue on as brother and sister.
1: Be mad at me, not at each other. And okay. so that's the part of the things that you have to do is pre-plan on these things. Uh, and it's important uh, uh, to, to realize that um, when you, th- probably the one question though, that uh, you can save yourself a lot of suffering is when, if you have a stroke, or you have Alzheimer's disease, or you have whatever it might be that will affect the brain, if you don't, uh, if you address the question of feeding tube, uh, th- that's most important. And, and here's the answer if I don't know who my family members are, do not keep me alive with a stupid feeding tube in a nursing home for years and years. That would be the last thing that any, probably any sane person would want. You know, let me go. Uh, n- you know, n- uh, nature is a wonderful thing and calls you at a certain time of your life let it go and uh, don't hang on to little bits and pieces of a person when there's nothing inside there
0: very important very important tough question but
1: if we can all address that feeding tube issue probably the most important one go around the room at thanksgiving Um, feeding tube yes or no if i don't know what's going on
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if this is going to make for a happy dinner table. Conversation. Well, people say don't
1: do this. I mean, I've heard this s- said. You know, experts saying no, don't bring it up in Thanksgiving. What? This is the perfect time you're all together. Uh, uh, make it a joke, but talk. Yeah, but go around the room. It's
0: a happy time to be together. You Maybe want to talk you do about it during the football things. game, not yeah. <laughs> during Thanksgiving
1: supper, dinner, or whatever it is. Yeah. But anyway. find
0: a time during that time <laughs> to deal with you. And that's interesting too. Rather than just have it the parents have all the kids determined, what would you do if you, you, know, if you were not, do, do you want a feeding tube? Look, so it can be the adult children as well as the parents. I mean, you know, you look yeah. at
1: the kids who are, who the, the motorcyclist whose brain is destroyed by a motorcycle accident. Sorry, Bob, I didn't, but it, that's the classic. Uh, and, and then they keep mm-hmm. them alive. Uh, I have known of two cases of uh, he- head trauma by gunshot wound, self-inflicted. Ooh. They're trying to die. And, they're, and the family can't handle it, and they keep them alive in a nursing home with a feeding tube for years and years and years.
0: Which makes no sense either.
1: Uh, at what well, cost? I mean, now, Thanksgiving should be a, a joyful
0: time, so we have to find a way to joyfully approach this subject. Maybe yes. that's it. Because it you're not going to mess my, with my favorite holiday. Now, this is I my love favorite. Thanksgiving. Me I really too. do. Because so, what are you no doing?
1: What are you doing w- for Thanksgiving?
0: Well, we, we, have, we celebrate it on Friday, actually, because uh, that way a couple of the out of town kids can come in and we have a big Thanksgiving dinner Friday. It doesn't matter what day of the week no. it is. Mm-hmm. But, however, since it's Friday, I now have uh, a granddaughter called and said, you know, it's on Friday. Can I bring my boyfriend? And another granddaughter is bringing her boyfriend. So all of a sudden, we're beyond just <laughs> our immediate family, and wait, it'll be fun. I'm really glad. So we'll have 20 to 24 people for dinner. I'm yeah, not sure that. How many. And it'll just be great. And they all pitch in. Everybody helps. <coughs> and uh, I talk to the neighbors, and I'm picking up four card table chairs. We don't even have chairs for all of them, but the neighbors covering the chairs. So we'll, we'll make do.
1: So I have a dear friend from Florida, uh, Stuart Himmelstein, who is a Jewish physician, uh, interesting gentleman who uh, his kidneys have failed, and he com- he comes to uh, Mayo Clinic for his uh, renal failure care, uh, and it always seems to land on Thanksgiving. For the last three years, he has been um, uh, coming to Mayo. Uh, And he has Thanksgiving there with a physician friend of his at the mail. Well,
0: that's nice. But this
1: year, he's going to come over and join us for Thanksgiving dinner.
0: Oh, that's wonderful.
1: Uh, We're also having uh, a gentleman from Ethiopia who's a pre-med student, works with our... our, uh, our Prairie Dock Productions and and uh, and helps us in that regard. And he he is you know he he doesn't go home for for, uh, for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. I wouldn't. <laughs> so, <think> so he's <laughs> joining us. And then an, another friend of of Joni's, uh, dear friend of of Joni's, who's been Joni's been very supportive for her, a young woman, uh, and she is going to join us along with two of our four children. So we're going to have. A, fun to spread. It. We're going to have the goodwill. A, a goodwill yeah. uh, Thanksgiving dinner.
0: Enjoy it with all of you. Well, we're going to take our next break. We'll be back right after these words. Hey, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. (laughs) Day before Thanksgiving, we're all thinking of things to be thankful for. We had one call with a question, and it had to do with, you know, you're talking about dementia or people getting older. They wondered, is there really such a thing as Sundowner Syndrome, and what is it?
1: Okay. So you have a borderline uh, dementia. Now, uh, let's just say this that 50% of dementia is Alzheimer's disease. Probably 25 to 40% is stroke, or mini strokes, little strokes. Uh, a percentage, the last percentage, whether it be 10 to 25%, is Parkinson uh, associated with Parkinson's disease. Uh, other kinds of weird dementias that we don't understand that, you know, uh, very well but all of the rest of the dementias. Okay, so uh, there are many kinds, but the majority of them are Alzheimer's disease. When a person's losing the capacity to hold on to memory, and the classic way of defining uh, dementia really is, you can't learn a new thing. I mean, you can remember back when you were 12, but you can't hold on to a new thought. And if you can't learn a new thought, then you don't know why you're in the room. I came into this room, I don't remember why I came into this room, you know. Of course, this is a time of the year when we think a lot about the hereafter. We get up, we go to the kitchen, and we can't remember what we're here after. Hereafter, Hereafter, right. But we all do that. That's okay. I mean, you know, the fact is that you can't remember names well, and you don't remember what you're here after. But uh, long and the short of it is uh, uh, when you're starting to lose your memory of learning a new thing, then you wax and wane through the day. Now, when do you think a person's the sharpest? And when do you think a person is naturally uh, the lowest in their capacity to remember things? And the, the, the answer is, uh, my classic story was my 94-year-old grandma home, who was in a nursing home, and we would come and visit her, and I'd go, why is she here? I mean, we'd be there in She's the morning. Just fine. She's <laughs> mentally just as sharp and as clever and joking. She had, a sen- she had a subtle sense of humor that was just like golden. I mean, it was just heart-renderingly smiling, beautiful. And, uh, uh, but come, come 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, she didn't even remember my name. You know, it was one of those deals.
0: That's the sundowner center. There I mean, it is. As the sun goes down,
1: the sun comes down. I mean, so we are probably our worst in the afternoon, maybe late afternoon. Sometimes it might be related to the food and the and hunger and or tired, need a nap or what it might be is just got up from a nap. You know, there's a variety of reasons, but the majority of them, uh, when you're on board, when you're borderline is is later on in the day.
0: So sundown nurse syndrome is a real thing. And it's a real deal. If you no work pressure. in a nursing home, you probably really would notice you, you it, right? You know it, yeah. yeah. Do they have dinners earlier than in nursing homes or later? Or? I don't know. Well, they.
1: I don't know, I, I tell you what, I, 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 um, I know that in uh, Arlington, where I, I do majority of my nursing home care right now, not all of it, but mm-hmm. probably the most of it, because I'm the medical director and I get w- the ones that no one wants. Mm-hmm um that that um everybody loves breakfast they're they all get up I mean, maybe that's a south dakota thing not everybody but almost everybody's up at six and then they're just chomping at the bit to go in and they have a huge breakfast lots of bacon and eggs and and you know whatever you want and and uh but then then they the next thing you know i'm working through the day and about noon they're Coming out Going for lunch and having it again, you know, and, and their, their tables are surrounded by people interacting and, you know, life is alive and it's not the worst thing in the world to, to, uh, to live in a nursing home, I can tell you that. They okay. have their things and they're supported and they have all of the care that you can you can want. And well, speaking of the nursing so, home, I just got a phone call that I'll get that back to. That you need
0: at the nursing home. Well, we hope all of you are relaxed, enjoyed this half hour. We'll think about your family and talking about somehow bring up tomorrow at dinner. The, the idea have a feeding you, tube. Do you want it Do you want, you want or a not? feeding tube or not, now that you're stuffed with turkey? <laughs> On that note, we hope all of you have enjoyed our Prairie Doc Radio program. And we'll listen again for Prairie Doc, brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. As always, you can hear and see more from Dr. Home online at prairiedoc.org. Thank you, Rick. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family.
1: Happy happy Tea Day to you, too, Joan, and to you, Bob, and to all all you out there. Happy Thanksgiving, and we are so blessed to be uh, alive and and enjoying the moment.